0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Product Biz Podcast. My name is Monica Little, and I'm really excited to dive into the art gallery world today with Haley Price. So Haley is so knowledgeable for people who are artists. So if you are an emerging artist, if you're an artist trying to get into galleries, get into shows, get into online galleries, get more exposure for your artwork, then this is going to be an absolutely incredible episode for you to listen to. She actually has her own coaching program specifically for artists. She has her own online art gallery. She has a ton of connections in the world. And we are diving into how to really grow your network as an artist. And this is a great conversation that for me is different but this but similar, which is why I loved it because Haley and I both, I mean, she was an artist and that's how she started. And now she does coaching and helps artists to get more exposure and get into the hands and homes of more people. And I also had my own business and now I help small business owners to get more exposure and get their products into the hands of more people. But when you think about a handmade physical product like skincare or candles or jewelry compared to something like artwork, like massive art pieces, one of a kind art pieces, the world of getting exposure and growing your or small business is, is pretty different. So this is fun for me to also learn and just pick her brain and ask her some questions. So I'm excited to hear what you think about it too. So a little bit about Haley. Haley Price is an artist, owner of the online art gallery, the Scouted Studio, and coach and owner of the Art Coaching Club. With experience starting and running her own art business, growing an online and physical art gallery, and coaching artists internationally how to better run their art business, Haley has learned the art business inside and out. Her passion is giving artists the tools they need to reach their vision of success as creative entrepreneurs. Super excited to introduce you to Haley. So let's bring her on, and I can't wait to hear what you think of this episode. Welcome Haley to the Product Biz Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today.
1: I am so excited to be here. Yeah,
0: we had such a fun conversation on your podcast where we talked all about Etsy, and now I'm just excited to have you here to talk about specifically galleries for artists, online galleries, this entire world that I'm not super familiar with. So I know this is going to be an awesome episode, (laughs) but before we get into all of that, I would love for you just to introduce yourself. So tell us what you do, how you got to where you are today.
1: Yes. So my name is Haley Price and I am an artist. I own the online art gallery, the scouted studio, and then I am a business coach for artists as well through the art coaching club. So all very interconnected. Clearly, I really love art and business. I started off as I majored in business and art in college and always knew I wanted to do something with it. But, you know, Typical get out of school, I'm like, maybe I'll do marketing, maybe I'll do, you know, graphic design, not that I had any experience. It was one of those kind of figuring it out as I went, always selling my own artwork on the side. And then eventually just saw this need for artists to sell their work. I mean, I think there's so many artists out there that have so much talent, but I think, you know, the gallery world, especially, you know, five, six, years ago was really intimidating, social media was growing, but I think a lot of artists just didn't have the technical skills to, you know, kind of run their own businesses. And so I saw this opportunity to build an online gallery platform just to really help emerging artists, but really artists at all levels because they had the talent, they had the work, but I wanted to help them really build their businesses to what they envisioned them being. So that's kind of where I am today.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. So tell me a little bit more about your own artwork that kind of led to where you are now. Cause I heard you say all throughout the while you were selling your own artwork on the side. And I think a lot of what you do now, and correct me if I'm wrong, is from your experience of probably selling your own artwork. So tell us more about your artwork. <laughs> like what, it, what is it like? How did you get started? And how did you grow that side of what turned into your business that you currently do?
1: Yes. So I was really lucky and I actually grew up with a mom who was an interior designer. And so she was always, you know, encouraging me to run your own business, do your own thing, be creative. Um, My dad was a little more like, you're going to get the business degree too. Um, (laughs) Corporate jobs are not a bad thing. But what I would say is I was really lucky because all throughout high school, I was painting all the time and she was actually helping me connect with her clients because she would design homes and she would be like, they need artwork. And so that was kind of my first step into actually selling work. But I also from there actually, you know, set up an LLC, set up my business, and then actually figured out, okay, how am I going to market this? How am I going to grow? And I started, you know, applying to shows and working with galleries. And that was just kind of in high school and college. So it was very on the side, low stakes, which was nice. But also, I think I learned so much and made so many mistakes in that phase that when I really graduated college and was like, do I want to do this? I had already, you know, made the like, figured out how to ship something internationally, you know, had things get lost in the mail, had things get broken, had to reimburse customers, like all the things that you just learn running a business. I was really lucky and learned those in college while I was, you know, studying for exams, I'd get a call that my painting arrived damaged, And I was like, all right, you know, let's figure this out. And so that's kind of how my art business started and a lot of those lessons learned are going into my coaching today. But Mm -hmm. in terms of what I actually paint, um, I was an art major in school and I, I, there, I focused a lot on mixed media, um, two-dimensional, so paintings, abstract. I would actually sew back into my work, lots of different stuff. Um, But today I do a little bit of everything. Um, I do house portrait or house renderings. So work with real estate agents and I'll draw homes I still paint I don't I used to paint like huge large scale abstracts I don't have the space at the moment because I just moved to a smaller apartment but um would love to get back into that and then you know I just dabble still like I painted a Mars series for fun I've painted some figures for fun I'm kind of in the exploratory phase again just because yeah. I can be because I'm doing some of these other things too
0: Yeah, that's so much fun. And it's such a different world, I feel like, when you are selling and shipping massive paintings, things that, I mean, all of those are essentially one of a kind, right? Were you doing prints or was it one of a kind pieces that then you were selling to people and shipping to people?
1: It was one of a kind. I actually didn't even think about the print world and that that could be a whole type of passive income until my senior year of school. I drew. A, or maybe it was—I think it was senior year. There was this iconic house on campus, and it burned down. And so I drew the original house, and you know, at first I was like charging thirty dollars and drawing everyone like these intricate <laughs> originals. And then I was like, hmm, I could probably use the printer in the art studio, get some really great paper that's in the art studio, and just make prints and charge people again, probably thirty dollars. Right. And so that was my first kind of dabbling in prints, and I actually still. Sell a lot of that stuff today. Like, I'll do, like, I'll draw a college campus or something. And that's the kind of stuff I make prints out of now because it's just a no brainer.
0: (laughs) And this is so fun for me because I mean, the art side of a small business is totally foreign to me because essentially, Our background is very similar. I would hand make skincare, but you were hand painting items and like the fulfillment and the selling. And like you said, Mm -hmm. galleries, which I want to dive into is totally different. So I love hearing your experience here of just um, like how it worked and what you did and how you really grew it, which is so much fun. So one of the things that you said is galleries and getting into galleries and how it was intimidating, maybe more so five to six years ago or so. But for the people listening, if there are some artists who maybe aren't necessarily even at that stage yet are thinking about it, tell us more of just what galleries are, who they're for, why they're important, how you leverage them, how you teach them. Give us the full spiel there.
1: Definitely. Well, I think the gallery world has opened up in a lot of ways in the past few years. I think it used, you know, there used to be this stigma and it really used to fit that they were hard to get into. They were high end. They were selling the ten thousand dollar paintings. And that was the way you sold your work. And I think nowadays there's online galleries like what I have with the scouted studio. There's obviously still in-person galleries. There's, you know, retail stores that are also galleries. I think the world of what a gallery is has really opened up. And I think that's really exciting because I think it's opened the doors to artists at all levels to be able to work with a gallery. You can find one out there potentially that is a good fit for you. And so I think that's something that I am really excited about is that it's not as... I guess, closed off. I don't know if that's the right word, but not as intimidating as it used to be, or it shouldn't be, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah. And how do you really teach people to go ab- about galleries? Because you mentioned online galleries, in-person galleries, retail stores that are also galleries. <laughs> so what's your strategy for people who are artists and have artwork for them to get into these spaces and actually get more exposure? Because the benefit here is, and, and tell me if this is correct, but the benefit here is you obviously have your own website. You obviously have your own Instagram or some sort of social media where mm-hmm. you can talk about and sell your artwork. But if you're in a gallery where that gallery is bringing people either online in person or wherever to it, then you're getting exposed to more people. So is that the benefit of it? The exposure and leaning on the gallery to drive people? Is that correct?
1: Definitely. And I think it, there's sort of two reasons that's beneficial. I think one, obviously they have a client base, they might work with interior designers, they might, you know, work with clients that are at a higher price point, allowing you to charge more, allowing you to get a little bit of credibility. But there's also the benefit of social media is constantly changing, growing your business. I mean, I think if you were on Instagram 10 years ago, when it was first starting, you might have 1000s and 1000s of followers. But for a lot of the artists I talked to that are newer, they have so much talent, but they're like, Haley, just getting to 100 followers is really hard now. And it and it is. And I don't think that means there's not a place for social media. There completely is. But I do think where, you know, a gallery like the Scouted Studio or an in-person gallery can be beneficial is they work to market your work. And most galleries are on a commission basis. So the majority of galleries don't make money unless they sell your work. And so it's kind of this trade-off of they're providing you with this great client base. They're doing a lot of the, the marketing for you and leveraging, you know, leveraging their their clients and their customers to you you know they're basically getting their customers to buy your work and in exchange you know you're giving them beautiful artwork to showcase and so I think the key when looking for a gallery is finding someone who understands that trade-off and finding a gallery that really wants to elevate you and your business and vice versa it shouldn't be a one-way relationship but understanding mm-hmm. too what both parties are giving.
0: Yeah. And how does someone find ones that are a good fit? Is it is it actually connecting with the gallery owner and having a conversation with them on what they do to promote? Or how do you know if one is a good fit? Like you said, more of that two-way street versus, versus just a one-way street.
1: I think a lot goes into it. I think first and foremost, I mean, just from a research perspective, figuring out who else is in that gallery. Do you feel like you are a complement to the other artists or artisans or you know vendors that are in that space obviously you don't want to be too similar to anyone because that can be direct competition but you know I like to think about if you go in a gallery could your work live in the same home with some of the other pieces in that space and so I think that's kind of step one and then step two is you know either if they have a contact page or they have an email when you do reach out and you you know put yourself out there, you either apply or however, you know, if they, if they have an application page or if you were just kind of cold emailing them, just having that conversation. And I I'm so big on getting on the phone and talking to artists before we work together or just having conversations because I want to make sure they understand the relationship as well. And I think most people are willing to talk. And so just understanding what you're looking for. um, And then also just not being afraid to kind of ask questions and talk to people. I think some, some artists are so excited to work with a gallery they're scared to ask a lot of questions. They're like, this is such a great opportunity. I don't want to risk it. Like, it's okay. If you have a question, ask. Make sure it's a good relationship. And, you know, it's also okay to say no if you feel like it's not going to be a good fit. Yeah. And and for in-person
0: galleries, because then I want to touch on online galleries and your online Mm -hmm. gallery that you own too. But for in-person galleries, so tell me this, are they... Are most galleries, if you get into one, is it a short term, like you're in there for a month or two months or three months and they rotate to different artists, different pieces? Or what's the longevity once you do get into an actual in-person gallery?
1: I think it completely depends. Some galleries will have contracts that they set up with you. And so if you are kind of a full-time artist with them, it could be a year, it could be six months, it could be a one-month show. I mean, it's totally different gallery to gallery, but I think that's something you can ask is Or, you know, when you pitch it, are you trying to be a full time artist that lives in that gallery? Or are you applying to like a pop up show? Are you a one month featured artist? There's a lot of different ways galleries work, but that also can be a really fun way to reach out to a gallery. If there's, you know, a gallery you've been eyeing for a really long time, you could always say like, hey, I have a really great idea for like a one month pop up. Maybe me and another artist could be featured and we could do. A wine night or something for the opening, like you can get creative with it. And I think I love when people reach out with creative ideas or, you know, events or things to do with with my gallery. So I think also, you know, that could be a fun way to reach out to someone as well. But as to answer your question, I mean, it could be long term, it could be short term, it really depends on what the gallery is. And then usually that's something that would be laid out in a contract.
0: Yeah, Awesome. So a lot of great opportunities and different Mm -hmm. types of galleries. And it sounds like it comes down to doing the research to find these galleries and making sure it's the right fit, like you said, and then just pitching yourself, right? Either filling in a form, sending them an email, getting them on the phone, asking questions and really starting that partnership off, which I love because that seems Mm -hmm. like a great way just to get more exposure, um, which is super fun. So let's transition a little bit to the online gallery side. So tell me the difference. I mean, obviously, in-person versus online galleries, the obvious difference is one is in-person and one is (laughs) online. But tell me a little bit more about the difference between the two. What's the benefit of getting on online galleries? And you own an online art gallery. So tell me more about what you do in this art gallery that you own.
1: Definitely. So first, for a little background, I was an in-person gallery for a little bit. I was on King Street in Charleston. It was wonderful. When COVID hit, I still had my storefront. But I realized so many people were purchasing online. And so in my head, these artists were shipping me the work for me to just then ship it out all across the country. And the majority of my clients weren't even in Charleston. And the majority of my sales weren't in person. And so You know, it's not a crazy idea to say, all right, let's take out this, you ship to me, I ship out, and just have the artists, you know, it be an online platform. I do all the marketing, but then the artists just ship direct and everyone saves money. And so, you know, from there, the online gallery was born. But I, so I know a little bit about the in person side and the galleries, uh, the uh, online side. But I think the benefits of an online gallery is there's a lot of flexibility. So I think with the rise of, you know, websites and Instagram and, you know, social media, and it's really easy for people to kind of build their own site and have their own business. Now, the online gallery can be great, because it's so easy for me to showcase my artists link to their site link to their Instagram, you know, all on this online platform. So it can be a great marketing tool. Obviously, you're getting in front of my clients, but also you are, I can spread the word about how people can learn more about you. So I've had so many people that have purchased a painting from the scouted studio but then have gone back to the artist site and commissioned them. And it's not that that wouldn't happen in an in person gallery. I just think it's that easier paper trail when you're already on your computer. Um, mm-hmm. another benefit is, you know, I mentioned flexibility. Because it's all online, the artists really send me the photographs and the information on the on the work, but because they're shipping directly to the customer, there's a lot less cost up front for them to ship the work to me. And if they have a show, if a piece gets damaged, if they want to change a frame, if they want to do any of that, it's not us shipping stuff back and forth. It's Haley, can you just take this down on the site for a day or two, and then we can put it back up when I fix this problem or I change this thing. And so again, there's a lot of flexibility, which I think can be nice. Um, obviously, every gallery's online gallery is going to have their own rules about that. But I kind of set it up with, I want this to be a way to you know, allow you to be flexible, especially with emerging artists who, are, who I primarily focus on. And then the last thing that's really beneficial with an online gallery is the marketing piece. So if you think about it, I have all these artists from all across the United States on one platform. And so if you were to come to my website, you could you know, come looking for a piece by Haley Price, but you could see 35, 40 other artists, and then you could go to their Instagrams, and then you can follow all of them. So it's really leveraging not just my clients, but all of the other artists' clients. And so it's kind of this hub where we all can kind of find each other's audiences. And, you know, who's to say, if I buy a piece from this person, I might buy a piece from this person. And so it's just a really great way to leverage a lot of audiences. And I think that's one of the huge benefits of an online marketplace versus an in-person gallery. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just different. It's a lot easier to kind of bring all those people together online. Mm-hmm.
0: And for your particular online gallery, so t- talk to me a little bit about your type of clients and the type of work that you showcase. Are there any themes? Because I know you mentioned emerging artists and you highlight emerging artists, but obviously there's, like you mentioned, totally huge and vast different amounts of type of artwork and mediums and and how you create your art. So talk to me about what your clientele, what they look for on your online art gallery and the types of art that the people that you showcase their art, what they do, what they make, what it looks like.
1: Definitely. So from a sourcing perspective, like the artists I work with, it's kind of what I like and what I would want in my home. So it's a little bit of my taste on a page. And I think you can see it. If you go to the site, you could definitely see themes, colors, subject matter, it's very feminine and bright. And you know, it's all female artists. And it it, it didn't even intentionally, I didn't intend for it to be that way. It just obviously, if I'm the one picking the art, it's going to naturally kind of showcase my style a little bit. But with that in mind, I also know my customers, a lot of them are first time home buyers. And so I kind of have that in mind. It's like, First time home buyers, they want original artwork, but maybe, you know, and they're art collectors, but they're not at the point where they're buying the $10,000 painting. They'd rather buy, you know, a handful of $300 paintings or a gallery wall, or maybe one big $1,000 painting. So they're in, they're in a, I want to, they're in a phase where they want to invest in original artwork, but maybe they don't have the budget for these crazy expensive paintings that are, you know, also on King street in Charleston. And so what I did was I was like, how can we get this level of fire matched with these emerging artists who have so much talent that are at that right price point. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not it's not home goods art. It's not cheap art. It's extremely talented artists, but also at a slightly more affordable price point. And so that's also something I keep in mind is, all right, how can I keep my buyers and my clients happy, but also how can I keep my artists happy and get them in front of the right people?
0: Yeah, and while you were talking I just pulled up the scoutedstudio.com. <laughs> so everyone listening, make sure you do that too to see exactly like the type of prints that Haley is talking about. So tell me about how you find your clientele, the people who come to the scoutedstudio.com and shop and are buying these prints and these gallery walls. So is this just because you've been in the art world like you said since high school through college to where you are now, so you have a bit of people and then word spreads and referral, etc. or how do you have this amazing group of people who are ready to buy from the artists on your website <laughs> that that know about you and that come to you?
1: Well, I would say it was a lot of work in the beginning. So yeah. I started this right out of college. My friends could not really afford artwork <laughs> at that time, and so what I did is I once I got this great collection of artists who I am so thankful for those first artists because they had so much faith in me early on when I didn't have as much of a client base. I reached out to so many interior designers. I reached out to so many different businesses in Charleston. I was like, Hey, can I do a pop-up? Hey, do you want art in your store? Hey, do you want to do an event? I'll provide the wine. I'll bring the artwork. And I just truly once or twice a week was doing an event. And it was kind of, it started with word of mouth. It started with these different events and leveraging other businesses. I had a few designers that really helped me grow my business. And then from there, it just started to grow. So yes, it was a little bit of my own I guess, contacts from being in the art world. But I would say more than that, it was really just leveraging the Charleston community, which I think was really wonderful, because it's, it's a city, but it's, it's a small town. Like, I think if you go, you realize, like, a lot of people know each other. And so, you know, I would work with this one coffee shop and do a little pop up. And she'd be like, Oh, my friend owns a yoga studio, like, why don't you do something there? And so it was a lot of just kind of like hustling in the beginning, to be quite honest, yeah. and, and not being afraid to just throw myself out there and put artwork everywhere and see how people would react. And, honestly, not being scared to call, call up random businesses and say, Hey, I'm 24 and have an art gallery. Do you want to do a pop-up? And so it was a lot of that in the beginning. And then obviously as more artists started to work with me, you know, it just more designers would want to work with me. And and I think it was kind of a, a two-way relationship. Like a lot of the artists would have faith in me and they would bring a couple of collectors and I would you know, bring a couple designers to see them. And I just think it, it all we all work together to really grow this business. And I, I tell mm-hmm. so many artists that today, like, a lot of us have grown together, because I do have a couple of artists that have been with me since the beginning. And they're at an incredible place with their business. And I'm like, we started this, you know, at the same time together, and their businesses have grown and the scouted studio has grown. So it's kind of cool to watch and look back in retrospect, because I, I didn't think it would be where it is today, you know, five mm-hmm. years ago.
0: Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Well, congratulations (laughs) on all of that. It's just good to hear like your background and how you got to where you are and how you're helping so many other artists, because I think that's a big thing with just people having these incredible pieces, or products or whatever it is, but how do you get in front of more people? How do you actually share your pride and joy with others? So they have this artwork in their home that they see every single day and they're so excited every time they look at it. So what you're doing, I think is just so important for both the customer who ends up loving the piece, but also Mm -hmm. the artist who wants to share their passion and their talent with the world. So I absolutely love hearing that. Um, Tell me a little bit more about the different resources for artists that you offer at different levels and how you really work with them. So obviously you mentioned that you have this online gallery, but just tell me more about how else you work with artists at different levels.
1: Definitely. So from the gallery perspective, obviously I work with a lot of emerging and more established artists, and I also host two emerging artist shows per year. Um, One at the time of this recording is actually going on now. So there's one that's two weeks in the spring and one that's two weeks um, in October every year. And those are a great way for me to just showcase a lot of new artists and a lot of different artists to my audience, which is just it's just really fun. But it's also a great way for artists that maybe have never been in a show before to get something on their resume and to experience what it's like working with a gallery. But there's also really talented, more established artists that they're right next to in this show. You know, it's online. And so it's, it's just a really great way for them to get in front of really great clients but also be next to really talented other artists so that's kind of from the gallery perspective just something I do to help artists from the coaching perspective I have a membership I do one-on-one coaching but I also have an Etsy page I also love Etsy um with a lot of resources so you know a guide for uh like a template for financials like all these different templates for contracts if you're doing commissions and basically, these are things I've created. And I basically was like, why am I not sharing this with people? A lot of artists just don't have it, you know, they're like, I don't have a contract, like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, I already have one. So here's a draft, I'll sell it to you for $10 on Etsy. Um, So just kind of everything I've learned, both from my experience as an artist, but also from running the gallery and working with so many other artists as a coach and as a gallery owner, I try to just kind of compile all that information and not gatekeep. And I put up Mm -hmm. weekly videos in my membership and also have guest speakers like people like you come in and share just their expertise because I think as artists there's really no playbook on how to be successful and there's really aren't there aren't even really like markers of success you kind of have to establish those for yourself so I think what I'm offering in terms of resources are just information and things that I wish I knew so that's kind of where one-on-one coaching and the membership kind of come into play. And then, you know, if you need a little extra help, I also have all those resources on Etsy as well.
0: Yeah, and I'll make sure to link all of that. Your Etsy shop <laughs> with the resources, your coaching, your membership. And because I think that's great. I mean, this is the stuff that people really need help with. And I'm sure you've noticed this too. Working with creatives, people love the creative side. They love to paint. They love to make mm-hmm. their artwork. But some of this other stuff, like the contracts or the business <laughs> side or, or some of that can be pretty challenging and can just feel like an entirely different world. So love hearing that. That's what you offer to different artists. Now, if someone was interested in actually being being inside your gallery, your online art gallery, mm-hmm. what's that process? What do they do to reach out to you and see what's available and pitch to you, or how does it look?
1: Yeah. So typically what artists do is they can email me. My email is Haley at the scoutedstudio.com. Haley is H A Y L E Y. Make sure you spell it right. <laughs> I've seen people mess that up before. But yeah, a lot of artists will just email me. And this is kind of a hint hint that I tell my coaching clients a lot is send a PDF document with all of your work in it. And so instead of sending all these attachments or, you know, a super long email, just say, Hey, I'd love to be, and you can do this with other galleries, but like, Hey, I'd love it to be in your gallery. I think I'd be a good fit. I've attached a PDF portfolio and it shares, you know, a little bit about me and shows my work. And so obviously I've had people reach out and they've been a part of the gallery that don't do it that way. But I think if you can kind of get organized, have one portfolio, that's just a PDF document that you can send to all galleries. That's, gonna make your life so much easier and make you look really professional and organized, which is gonna maybe help you stand out from all the other artists. But you know, if you want to work with the scouted studio, all you have to do is send me an email. And you know, I'm not always accepting new artists, but I do always respond. So if you send me an email, I don't always respond the same day, but I do always respond within the week. And I will just say, you know, either you're a good fit, let's continue talking or, you know, I'll respond with whatever the answer is. Or, you know, if I'm not taking new artists, here's when my next emerging artist show is you could apply for. And I just really try to lead artists in the direction of, you know, if not right now, here's what you can do. Because as an art coach, I'm like, I just feel like at least getting an answer and getting feedback can be really helpful. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And and as uh, I was looking at your website and as you're talking, I'm like, okay, I know a couple of people on my Etsy Algorithm Secrets program that probably like have the right vibe that create <laughs> beautiful pieces and I'm going to make sure they listen to this episode and um we'll see if they reach out. But but yeah, I just love what you're doing and such a unique perspective and a totally different side of helping people who are creative. So, it's been so much fun having you here. Um, maybe just to end, share one more time where people can find you, where you hang out, your website, social media, all that fun stuff.
1: Definitely. So I am on Instagram and you can find the gallery. It's just the, the scouted studio, no spaces, dashes, anything like that. And then also the art coaching club. So the art coaching club is the coaching side. The scouted studio is the gallery side. And then the websites are the same. So the scouted and the artcoachingclub.com Those are kind of the main places you can find me, but I definitely update social media the most. So if you check me out on Instagram, you'll kind of have all the most up to date information on new artists, new tips, if you are an artist, all that kind of stuff.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Haley. I'll link that in the show notes. And thank you for coming on and chatting and sharing your expertise and hearing about how you support artists. So I'm excited for everyone who's going to listen to this. And thank you so much for being a guest on the Product Podcast.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. It was so nice to connect again. And and this was really fun. So I appreciate you asking me to be on.